This is MacabreCast. Welcome to episode one, Cults Never Die. Good evening, shapes, creeps, and psychopaths. This is a weekly podcast dedicated to critiquing anything horror-related. This could be anything from movies to TV shows or anything in literature. I am your host, Jack Michael McCready, and I'm recording straight from Sinclair Cemetery. So sit back and get scared while you try to survive MacabreCast. Following the aftermath of the Halloween season, I wanted to analyze three Halloween movies that have a devout cult following. The three movies are Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, Trick or Treat, and Hocus Pocus. All of these movies ooze with Halloween aesthetic. I also want to discuss an episode of Creepshow, which premieres on Shudder. Shudder is like a Netflix, but for horror fans. It has a lot of unconventional and unique horror content, as well as some of the classics. So let's stab into the heart of the episode. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. This is technically the third movie in the Halloween franchise, even though it has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Originally, this was the series was meant to be in an anthology, so each movie that would come out with the title Halloween would be a completely different story. Well, when the first Halloween was a huge success and it ended with Michael Myers escaping, they had to make Halloween 2 as quickly as possible and capitalize on that success. Then, with Halloween 2 killing Michael Myers off, it was time to take the franchise in a new direction. And that is how we got Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. This movie was considered a flop. And then we got 72 other sequels with Michael Myers in them. No, I'm just kidding. But, we are still getting them today. And we have two more on the way, which one is premiering in 2020, and then the, the final out of the trilogy of the new movies, is premiering in 2021. And I'm not complaining by any means, because I love Michael Myers. Which is kind of shocking why I actually kind of like this movie. I I really would like this movie more if it didn't even have the Halloween title, if it was, was not even related to the series at all. Anyways, this movie was written and directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. John Carpenter and Deborah Hill were both producers in this movie. It stars Tom Atkins. It had a budget of $2.5 million and made $14.4 million at the box office. In my opinion, I do not consider this a flop, but people considered it a flop because it did the worst out of the Halloween movies that had been out at the time. So, I'm going to give a huge spoiler warning right now because, I mean, this movie has been out for, you know, since the 80s. But, in case anyone wants to go back and check this movie out, I don't want to ruin anything for you. The movie has a very complex and peculiar plot. The bare-bones summary for this movie includes an alcoholic sex-crazed divorced doctor receives a patient who is clutching a Halloween mask. Strange enough, as it is... The patient is murdered by a guy in a suit. The daughter of that said patient rolls into the hospital to confirm it was her father. Thus spawns the most idiotic relationship I have ever seen. 
So naturally, the daughter wants to find out what happened to the father and asks the doctor to help her figure it out. She tells him that he was recently at the Silver Shamrock Mask manufacturing plant and that is where they should go. They end up going to a motel room and sleeping together because of, I don't know, reasons, I guess. Mind you, in an earlier mo- earlier in the movie, this doctor hit on one of the nurses, and after he sleeps with her, he calls another girl back at the hospital on the phone and promises to take her to multiple dinners. I I have no idea what to even say about this. Is. So there were points where I had to pause this movie and just laugh because I was like, this is so unrealistic. It's not even funny. I, uh, like, hey, my dad just died. Uh, I'm grieving, I guess, which she didn't even seem grieved at all. But whatever. I, I don't know. This, that's, these are the low points of the movie when, with the shoehorn sex scenes, I guess. They then discover that the masks are a key role for potentially killing millions of people on Halloween night. An insane toy maker has fused these Halloween masks with pieces of Stonehenge. I couldn't make this up if I tried. He plans to air a Halloween special that will use the technology to turn any children wearing the mask into bugs and snakes. In turn, those bugs and snakes would kill anything in the surrounding area. Like, gee, I don't know, their parents? Dr. Sex Craze kills the toy maker destroys the facility but fails to stop all halloween specials from airing my final thoughts on this movie is it's a it's a decent flick i i don't think it deserves all the hate it gets um i get why people hate it because you know halloween is a franchise that's supposed to you know be about michael myers and you know laurie strode and that that uh reality um but I definitely, I don't think this is a terrible movie by any means. I, I do think it has some flaws in it, especially like those uh, weird parts where he's just flirting and, you know, it's, it's just very cringy scenes of uh, romance in this movie. And I feel like if those weren't even in the movie, I actually would probably rate this film a little bit higher than what I will rate it at the end of this. Some of the things I think this movie does really well is the mystery. You not knowing who uh, certain people are and uh, Cochran, the crazy toy maker's sinister motives uh, work pretty well in this film. Um, It also is kind of like a double-edged sword because I feel like once you do find out the motives, you're like, okay, this is uh, this is pretty harebrained. Um, it's definitely not a movie to sit there and like nitpick at because you're going to poke plot holes in it all day. But if you kind of just, you know, relax, you're like, hey, I just want to watch a, uh, a good Halloween movie with, well, not a good Halloween movie, a decent Halloween movie with uh, some Halloween aesthetic and, you know, kind of get in the mood for Halloween. Uh, this is a pretty good movie if that's what you're trying to do. Uh I mean, it, it nails the Halloween atmosphere. They have all these different kinds of masks. Uh, they have a commercial that's going to be burned into your brain by the end of the movie. Like, basically how it goes is, you know, X amount of days till Halloween, till Halloween. 
Halloween 3 Season of the Witch has a 42% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics. Its audience score is 27%. It has a 4.9 out of 10 on IMDb. And Roger Ebert gave it a one and a half stars. So, not great. Personally, I give this movie a 5.2 annoying commercials out of 10. I think it's a decent Halloween flick to watch. Um, Definitely gets you in the Halloween spirit. But it definitely has some major flaws in it. So, you definitely have to suspend your disbelief for the plot. And the cringy, you know, romance that this doctor has going on with all these different women, it really was kind of took me out of the experience. So, you definitely have to suspend your disbelief to enjoy this movie. If you sit there and you think too hard about the plot or you're going to poke holes in and out of it. But I think it's a very unique story, unique enough to where, like, you know, it can be enjoyed. Hey, awkward segues are cool. So let's move on to Trick or Treat. Um, Trick or Treat is a Halloween anthology movie where it tells five separate horror stories that are loosely related in some shape or form. This movie gave birth to a fan favorite horror icon, Sam or Sam Hain a.k.a. the spirit of Halloween. He has an appearance of a tiny trick-or-treater with a smiling face sack over his head. And that's all I'm going to disclose about Sam. He's really one of the standout characters and one of the reasons why I love this movie. Some of the stories in Trick-or-Treat include werewolves, a murderous neighbor, zombie children, gore, Halloween traditions and Sam Hain enforcing those traditions. I do not want to spoil this movie because its experience is amazing when you don't know uh, much about it going into this movie. Trick or Treat has an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes by critics ratings and then the audience score gave it a 71. So pretty high ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, IMDb gave it a 6.8 out of 10. And Roger Ebert didn't review this movie. So, This movie stars Anna Paquin and Brian Cox. It was written and directed by Michael Doherty. It had a budget of $12 million and it was yanked from the theaters because of its poor reception. It was not released on Blu-ray or DVD until almost two years later my final thoughts on this movie are it's great it's a b-horror movie doesn't take itself too seriously it is one movie besides john carpenter's halloween that i need to watch every single year it's everything that a halloween fan could want in one movie from the aesthetics to uh you know some of the halloween staples I'm still shocked that this movie was pulled from theaters, considering we have more trash than a garbage truck driver on trash day in cinema nowadays. 
there were some great shots in this movie. It was very well acted. If you're any form of like a horror fan or you you just like Halloween movies or um you know, you want unique storylines that are kind of woven together, I suggest you check this movie out because it it's it's a great movie and it has a huge cult following. Like people love this movie. My final verdict for this movie is I give it 8.7 razor blade stuffed candy bars out of 10. And that's pretty high. So, yeah, check it out. Next movie we're going to talk about is Hocus Pocus. Now, this one, I'm assuming, has the biggest cult following out of all three of them. Hocus Pocus has a very polarizing rating between critics and the audience's score. Um, It has a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, from the critics' perspectives. And then it has a 71% uh, from the audience. On IMDb, it has a 6.8 out of 10, so very similar to Trick or Treat. And Roger Ebert gave it a 1 out of 4 stars. And it is a movie about three witches that were executed in the 17th century and vow they will return 300 years later when a virgin lights the black flame candle. A virgin moves to Salem and lights the candle. Thus, we have our movie. The Sanderson sisters are trying to lure children in so they can live forever before Halloween night is over. It takes place on Halloween, so kids are trick-or-treating and decorations are everywhere. This movie just drips with Halloween aesthetic and I love it and a lot of other people love it too most people love this movie now but when it came out it didn't do as well as people had hoped at the box office it had a budget of 28 million and made 39.5 million so it did make some money but they had hoped it was going to do better it stars Bette Midler and Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker It was directed by Kenny Ortega. My final thoughts on this movie are... It's a perfect family fun Halloween movie. This is kind of like what A Christmas Story is for Christmas time, but for Halloween. I feel like you could, you know, watch this multiple times around the Halloween season, not really get too bored of it. It, It's just kind of like... It's a Halloween classic. Uh, To be fair, you know, I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie, but, you know, like I said, I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people that love this movie. Um, Some of the humor can be a little cheesy at times or cringy, but it doesn't really bother me too much. I mean, it's definitely got that 90s feel, the way it was shot, and, you know, certain ratios and... Um, transitions and things like that but definitely one to check out if you've never seen it because i'm sure you'll you know at least enjoy some stuff from the movie i give this movie 7.6 broomsticks out of 10 so 
higher than Halloween 3, but definitely not as good as Trick or Treat. Um, I don't know if that's just because I've seen Trick or Treat less times and I was, I don't know. I think I was just more blown away when I saw that movie. This one, obviously, I saw when I was a kid and I revisited it and some stuff holds up and then some stuff doesn't. So, yeah. The last of the awkward segues I have for you today is transitioning to Creepshow. And I had explained Creepshow is on Shudder, and it's an original anthology TV show that's streaming. Um, the one episode I want to take a look at or discuss is uh, All Hallows Eve. And this episode, it's awesome it follows a few young trick-or-treaters that seem to have some ulterior motives to the night i mean you feel like they've really they're gonna do something not good but that's all i'm gonna say about it because i don't want to spoil anything this episode is definitely better when you go in blind as most of the episodes on creep show are um all of the episodes are pretty stellar on creep show and they kind of make you think one thing and then surprise you with something else uh they're all unique they tell stories that haven't really been told before and it's awesome to see a show that kind of like thinks outside the box and keeps you know horror anthology fresh and alive to be fair, I have not seen either of the Creepshow movies, and I've heard really great things about them. That's something in my queue that I have to catch up on. Um, so that's my next goal when, uh, you know, in between this episode and the next episode. The last portion of the podcast, I wanted to designate to uh, recommend certain things. And so uh, there's three things I want to recommend this time around. Um, the first is Crypt TV. Check out any of their content. Everything they're putting out is is high quality and it, it blows me away for the most part. Um, so go give them some love, like some videos, subscribe, do whatever. Uh, the video I'm talking about is called Miss Anity, and, um, I'm not going to discuss anything, you know, about it because it's just better when you go experience it yourself. Um, the other two things I want to recommend are two movies. One is on Netflix and the other is on Shudder. The one on Netflix is called Eli, and this was a really good, uh, kind of haunted house type of a thing where you know this kid he's sick he can't really uh breathe normal air uh needs to go to this special like mansion where everything is uh uncontaminated I guess and he can actually live a semi-normal life and he's getting treatment to fix his condition and things are not as they seem as there's some seemingly haunted things going on in the mansion and that's all I'm gonna say about that so definitely go watch that it's pretty good I was pretty uh entertained with that one 
the other movie is Haunt. It's on Shutter. It uh, blew me away. It's basically a movie about some college kids. They go to uh, this haunted, this extreme haunted house, and they uh, slowly find out that things are not as they seem as they're going through the horror movie. So, um, yeah, I I was floored by this movie. It was tense. Uh, I enjoyed the whole thing. I didn't really have many nitpicks for that. So eventually I hope to do, you know, a collab, not a collab, but like a, a review on Haunt and Eli and then probably a third movie that I'm going to come up with. And uh, I think that would be a really good episode. So... Yeah, go check that out. Um, so, yeah, this is the the end. You made it out alive. Good for you. So, uh, stay tuned for the next episode. I hope to be putting it out next week. Um, and stay sinister, macabres. <laughs>